Gemara. Ketubot Dap Samech Tet. Masechet dedicated by Elliot Shash on honor of his wife, uh, Esther. And Hatzlacha Varvacha Lebnei Mishpachtam. Today's Dap being studied in Mishmat Yosef Moshe Ben Avraham. Hashem Tiruchinu Begana Eden. Amen. So we begin today's Dap on Samech Tet. We'll start on the Amud Bet. And we are going to begin with the Tarot Banam. It is one, two, three, four, five, six lines down. Tanur Banam, we have a Braita. Habanot, these are Yetomot we're talking about. Ben Bagru Anchelonisu, whether they became Bogrot, they became, you know, uh, adults, 12 months, uh, 12 years uh, and uh, six months. That's because Bogeret, but they didn't get married yet. Or or they got married before they became bogrot, which means when they were still either ketanot or nearot, either or. So the law is regarding them ibdu mizunotehim. So we learned that there's a tana in the ketubah that the when the father dies, he says in the ketubah that he's going to support the daughters and that comes from the estate. So the deen over here is, the Braita says that whether they become bogrot or whether they get married, either one, automatically mizonot stops. Velo ibdu parnasatam. Parnasatam, just remember the terminology, refers to the nidunya. That's the dowry. So they don't lose the dowry, which means uh, no matter when she gets married, whether she gets married as a ketana, whether she gets married as a ne'ara, whether she gets married as a bogeret, doesn't matter, dowry is always uh, intact. Which is what? She gets the, uh, the one-tenth of the nechassim, at least according to the consensus opinion, and she can have a tibi'ah against the yorshim. She could say, hey, you know, pay me my, uh, pay me my, um, my, my vig. Devreh Rabbi, which is the opinion of Rabbi. Which, by the way, this Gemara gets you to think that the, 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 means the wedding, they used to pay a tenth of the guy's nechassim. I mean, if the guy was a rich guy, I mean, that, that, that blows in the wind against all these people that are trying to make these cheap weddings. I mean, they give what I'm saying, tenth of the guy's nechassim. The guy's a millionaire. He's got to pay $100,000 for a wedding, which is, and we would say that's, uh, <laughs> you know, for the wedding. That's, that's what it is. It's just for the wedding. It's for, for all, the, all the wedding preparations. The, the bottom line bill, it costs you to get your daughter married. This is the wedding. Uh, that means that's what it's costing you, a tenth of your assets. I mean, it's a lot of money. We don't spend a tenth of our assets. Uh, the guy's about $200 million. Spends t- maybe he does. I don't know. <laughs> that's, all, that's all of it. It's all the wedding. It means it's the, anything to get the girl married. They put the money in the ketubah, the dowry, dowry's clothes, dowry's all these things over there. It's just so without. Just saying, it's, uh, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it might be a lot of times more than you think. A tenth of a guy's 10% of your, of your, of your worth. It's not massive deductible. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's an obligation. Right. It's unbelievable. Rabbi Shimon, I mean, just to think about it, of your assets to pick a wedding, it's a lot. Rabbi Shimon ben El Azar Omer. So Rabbi Shimon ben El Azar came along and said that um, in both these cases, whether she was Bagra before she got married or whether she got married before she was uh, Bagra, so the deen is. Wow, so he says that's it. Either or, she becomes a bogeret or she gets married, she actually loses her uh, nedunya. I guess because once she comes a bogeret, that's it. You're out of your father's uh, house already. She's, she's an adult. 
and uh, they, I guess they only made the takana of the dunya for a yetuma as long as she's a ketana or she's a uh, ne'ara. And in the case where, let's say, she got married when she was a ne'ara, I guess she accepted to receive a smaller nedunya, the case must be talking about. So if she accepted, let's say, a smaller nedunya, less than 10% of, let's say, his assets, she can't come after and say, hey, you owe me more money. That's it. She says, she accepted it already. She says, that's that's you have to explain the two cases. When she's a bogeret, she's out. When she's a ne'ara and gets married, and whatever they gave her, she took. That's it. She took it, she took it. Whereas according to the hachamim, hachamim say no. She gets the 10% uh, regardless. Now the Gebarah says, according to the Bishimon ben Azar, Ketzad hen osot. What does the girl do when uh, she's, she's, she's getting to Bagrut stage and she knows that's it, there goes the windfall. So the deen is, the Gebarah gives her advice, Sukhrot lahim be'alim. Let her go hire her husband. Husband for hire. Which means what? Let, her, let the guy know, listen, if you marry me, there's, there's, there's some money in it for you over here. There's 10% of my uh, father's wealth. So you could go, you know, basically buy the guy off. And that's it. They got to pay the, uh, the penny. So basically you're bribing the guy. You're buying the katan. Put yourself on the market. Anybody that marries me within the next six months, know that there's uh, some, some money of a lot of gravy that's going to come with it. And therefore, they might entice a... Because uh, once, once Bogrut comes... That's it. So no. Even if she's marrying just to the money. No, I don't know if the Gemara is saying that. She she could only make a miyun if she married. If 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 if. No, she's an ara. She's already she's on the borderline of Belgrade, so she knows no miyun left. But point is, she she bribes, entice the guy. Say, listen, you know, expiration. Marry me by September fifteenth, and you get you get a check. Amar of Nachman. Amar li huna, that's Rav Huna, obviously. The Lakha follows Rabbi, which is the first opinion. So she never loses the Nidunya. So the Gibra says, Eti ve Ravala Rav Nahman. So he asked the question from our Mishnah. Yetoma shehesiata ima o acheha midata. So the Yetoma that was Ketana, and she was married off, like the Halakha says, by her mother or her brother, midata. They wrote her a small nedunya, either 100 or 50 zoos. Let's say when she gets older and she starts to have a ta'ana, she can come along to the uh, estate and say, hey, pay me what you were supposed to give me over here, the 10%. You only gave me a small amount, so she can have a ta'ana when she gets older. So the Gemara says, Ta'ama de Ketana. That sounds like only because she was a Ketana when they did this over here, and therefore her Mechila doesn't count as anything. Ha, Gedola, but it sounds like if this happened as a Gedola, she didn't say anything, so it sounds like Vitera. Vitera means what? She foregoes it. What do you mean? According to Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbi just said, no, it doesn't matter. She never loses the 10%. And here it sounds like that if she's a Gedola, and uh, she gets married, and she doesn't say anything. That's it. She loses it, and she cannot come later on and have a ta'ana. So the Gebarah comes along and says, La kashya. No, we'll make a difference between the two cases. That which Rabbeinu HaKadosh said, that what? That she doesn't lose the nidunya no matter what. That's talking about the mahai. Meaning at the time of her marriage, she made a, a maha'a. That she didn't get the uh, 10%. And already she made it, uh, you know, clear that she's not mevateret. 
Okay, the Mishnah mevatered, the Mishnah mevatered. But the din over there, we medayek from our Mishnah with the Gedolah, ha de lo machai. She didn't make a machaa. So the Mishnah is coming along and saying that only a ketana, she'll get it automatically, because her quietness is not an indication. Because anyway, she can't be a mochai, she's a ketana, a mechila is not a mechila. So a ketana that doesn't say anything, she has a right to say something when she gets older. But an older girl that doesn't say anything, her mechila isn't considered a vitur. However, Rabbeinu HaKadosh is modeh, that if the Gidolah said something at the time, because they, they underpaid her, in the she could have a, a claim later on after the wedding, and she will get full, uh, full payment. So that's the chidut that we're making. And the Gibara says, It makes sense to make these type of chidukim. Uh, Why? Otherwise, you're going to have a stira between Rabbi uh, on his own opinions. The Tanya, we have a daughter, <coughs> So you have a daughter, again, she's getting panasa from the brothers. So she gets uh, the 10% of the assets in order for Nidunya. Uh, now, Nizonet in. It sounds like if she's Nizonet. Now, when is she's Nizonet? Only when she's a Ketana and when she's a Ne'ara. So we make the Diyuk. However, meaning when she becomes a bogeret, lo. But what do you mean? You just said that be that no matter what, even if she becomes a bogeret, she still gets the ten percent. Now we're making a diuk that no, only when she's nizonet she gets the panasa. So how do we make this uh, distinction? Exactly. It depends if she makes a maha or not. If she makes a maha, even if she becomes a bogeret, she'll still get the the money, but when she becomes a bogeret and uh, she stops getting mizunot and she doesn't say anything about the ten percent, then in Khanami she will lose it. So you see, according to the B, there is a chiluk between whether she makes a protest or not. Shema mina proof positive. Amar le ravina le rava, Amar lan rav ada bar ahava mishemach. So he says that we heard from rav ada bar ahava in your name, rava's name, bagra. When she becomes a bogeret, ena sericha limchot. She doesn't have to say anything. We just said, wow, when she becomes a bogeret, to continue to be, she has to protest. At least, I'm not the 10%. Rava sounds like even when she becomes a bogeret, she doesn't have to say anything. Niset, or when she was niset, when she was in the ara, ena sericha limchot. So those two cases over there, where she has one out of the two. Bagra velon niset. Oh, Na'ara said It sounds like the Nedunya is automatic. What's the case where we have the problem? Bagra Viniset. Where she's Bagra and Niset, then already it sounds like Sericha Limhot. So the Gibra says, that's what Ava sounds like he said. Was that possible? Miyamar Rava Hache Veha. We learned over here above. Rabbi Nachman just taught us that Halakha is like Rabbi. That we said that a na'ara that gets married does not lose a zechuta to get the 10%. So Rava asked the question from Terab uh, Nachman. What's the case of a yetoma? That's like a ketana. That what? She doesn't lose the nedunya. But na'ara sounds like she does. Vishani Rav Nachman answered back. Ha de mache, veha de lo mache. Which sounds like that, 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 that is the answer. And Rabbah did not, did not uh, uh, protest this answer. What sounds like that 
even a girl that uh, uh, gets married and she's a bogeret, uh, if she protests, she'll uh, she'll get her uh, her ketubah. He, he's saying over here. Bagra uh, uh, We said above that Naara um, loses her nedunya is talking about only because she wasn't moheh. That's the way we answered the the, the, the stira. That's when the Naara. But if she made a the Naara, she's going to uh, she's going to get it. So therefore Naara, yes Naara is oh sorry Naara shinisit has to make a a mahaa and say that she's not mevater it. And if she doesn't make a maha'a, we said, her uh, silence is a, is a, uh, is, is a mechila. Oh, so v'kevan cherava lo etnaged, kanerehe skimimo. Sounds like he agreed with the answer. So ketzad yomarava, shenara nesit, ena sinichal emchot. Sounds like he's being more lenient. Here he says, nara nesit, she gets it automatically. No, she gets it if she is, makes a maha'a. That's the way uh, we understood it earlier. And Rava did not contest it. So now we have a new, new factor that we have to add into the picture over here. Ah, that which Ravaz said, that when she's, she's a Nara, she doesn't have to be Moha, uh, which means she's being supported by her brothers after her marriage. Oh, that's a generous, uh, generous group of brothers she got over there. They're taking care of her after she gets married. So therefore, she doesn't have to make a maha'a because she's already getting supported. She sees that they're giving her the money over there. So she understands that it's coming. So therefore, in that case over there, she can uh, assume, and, not, and well, her silence does not lose her the 10% because she's still getting supported. However, However, the case where the brothers stop supporting her, which they have a right to, to stop supporting her after she gets married, so therefore, that's it, the, the, the pipe is closed. So if she doesn't make a maha'a, she's going to lose the 10% as well. So Rabah is just adding a hadush. That there is a case where a na'ara who gets married does not have to make a maha'a. And what's that case? When she's getting nizonet from the brothers. Because then we assume that since she's getting money, why, why does she have to keep quiet? The brothers are taking care of her and the things they don't have to. So certainly they're going to give her the, uh, the, the dunya is going to come as well. Amar Ravuna, Amar Rabbi, Panasa. Okay, now we discuss something else. This item that we say that the Yetoma gets in the dunya. So it's not considered as what we call tonight Ketubah. Remember we said there's certain things they put in the Ketubah and uh, there's also conditions. And the conditions of the Ketubah have strong, uh, strong power. Even if they're not written. Exactly. Even if it's not written, she gets it anyway. And there's, she can collect it from different places. But we're not, we're not putting the nidunya in that, in that category. So the Gemara says, my ena ketnai ketubah. What's enough coming out like? Well, what do you mean it's not like a tenai ketubah? So, inema, if you want to tell me, the ilu panasa tarfa memeshabede, that you want to tell me that nidunya, she can get even from karkaot, from, from, from properties of the, of the, of the, of the, of the estate that are uh, uh, mortgaged for the nidunya that, let's say, uh, they sold, the brothers sold, which means she can go to the Likuhot and take, uh, take property. That's what you want to say. But she can even go, after the father died, the brothers sold some properties. She can say, hey, I have a lien on it. I have my uh, Nidunya. That's what you want to say. She can go even go take that. As opposed to that you cannot go to Mishab. That's, that's the Hiduk, what you want to say. My Kamash We know that already. Why? 
We know motziim lepadnasa ben motziim lemezonot. We know this already. But this is meaning you don't have to tell me something that's so obvious maasim bechol yom that happens in the, in the world. Which means we know always we see it when a girl wants a, uh, her nidunya, she can even go to lekuhot and put uh, and, and, and take it back. But when it comes to things that are in the ketubah, she can't. So he wasn't coming to tell me that. Kanere was so, so well known that that wasn't his, uh, wasn't his hadush. It's true, but it's not needed to, to say it because it's so, it's so obvious. So the Gemara says, what, what did you mean to say when you said that Parnasa is not bound by the rules of tonight's ketubah? Ve'ela de'ilu parnasa gabya. That's a big hadush. That nidunya you can even take from movables. You can only take from karka. So therefore, there's more leverage that she has on the tonight uh, on the on the parnasa on nidunya. So Gemara says, uh, no, can't be. Let it be according to the B. Idi v'idi migba gavia. What do you mean? According to the B, we know that you can get both from from metaltalin. Even tonight ketuvah, you're allowed to get from metaltalin. Why? Detanya echad nechasim sheish lehem acharayut. That's the way of saying karka. Vehad nechasim sheen lehem acharayut. That's the way of saying metaltalin. Motziin lemezon haisha velabanot. You use it in order to pay. Uh, uh, the Yorshim have to pay the, the wife and also the daughters, which is part of Tanai Ketuvah. Divre Rabbi. So what do you see from Rabbi? That Tanai Ketuvah items, like paying the daughters, the Yetomim, Yetomot, come from where? Metaltalin. So therefore we're back to the question. What did you mean to say that Nidunya is like, is not like Tanai Ketuvah? That you can go to Mishorbadim? Pashut, we know you can go to Mishorbadim. So what, what are you telling me exactly? So Gemara says, Ela, my panasa ena ketnai ketuba lechetetanya haomer al yazunu benotav benechasav. A guy comes along and says, I don't want my daughters to have any mezonot from my nechasim after he dies. And shum'im lo. He owns them. It's not ketubah. It's not ketubah. You're stuck. You sign, the, you sign the document. So he can't say, you know, I don't want to pay it. Al yitpadnesu benotav benechasav. But if he says, I don't want to give the daughters nidunya, so then already shum'im lo. Then already you listen. Why? She'apadnasa eno ketnai ketubah. Amazing. So the guy, he gets angry at his daughters before he dies, he can pull back the, the dunya. It's not a tzadik ketubah. Therefore, he's not, uh, he's not bound by it. The Gemara says, but that's it. So now the Gemara goes, Tana le rab le rabi bene chiteh. It seems that he wrote him a, he wrote him a letter, he get it shidumim, like a, you know, letter of, uh, you know, correspondence and shalom. And in the letter, in between the lines, when he was writing, he threw in some she'elot. Talal le Rav le Rabbi Rav was sending Rabbi a letter, and in between the lines, he threw in some she'elot. What's the she'elot? Number one. Ha'achim 
Shishibedu Mahu. Which means, uh, what happened? The brothers came along and they were Mishabed. They mortgaged some properties that their father, uh, that their father uh, left them. So the question is, can the daughters now go take those properties for their, uh, for their Nedunya? Okay, we just learned on the Amud Rishon over here. Uh, what do you mean? Masim Yom, that they go even, even the properties that they sold. Forget about that they mortgaged. The properties that they sold, they can go along and take it from the, the Kuhot. But now we're asking it this way, in the question. So Rabbi Hiya Kameh. So Rabbi Hiya was sitting uh, in front of uh, uh, Rabbi. Abayatib Rabbi Hiya Kameh. And it says, Amarle. So Rabbi Hiya tells Rabbi, what does it mean when it says in the, uh, in the question, Ha'achim shishi'ibidu, makhru o mishkenu? What does it mean? Does it mean they sold the asset or they, they mortgaged it? The word mishrubad, ask a straight up question. They sell it or did they mishabed it? Did they put a, a, a lien on it? What, what is exactly what they do? What's the difference? Ben makhru. Ben shemishkenu, motziim lepanasa, ben motziim lemizonot. What do I care? Even if they sold, they sold it. It doesn't matter. We learned the rule already that when it comes to nedunya, they have a right to take it. When it comes to mizonot, they don't have a right to, to take it. The virav, now the one that wrote the question, why did he? Why didn't he write the question in a more clearer language? Imachru kamibayale nichtovle. Machru, let him write machru. Mishkenu kamibayale, and if it's somebody where they were. Mortgage their, uh, they collateralize their, their, their property. So you should write, Nikhtov de Mishkenu. In that word, Shabidu, it sounded like it was a vague language. Talk, talk, speak your question. You sold it or you, 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 uh, you put a lien on it against uh, something. What, what was your question? Shabidu could be mistaken for Makhru. Right, Shabidu is, is like vague. It could be either Makhru. How would they be Mishabed? Mishabed what? Through a Mechirat, through a Mishkot. Say, say what your question was. So he says, and because anyway, the rabbi answers, it doesn't matter. Makhru, Shabidu. But Rav was very careful the way he posed the question. The Gemara says, "Rav Tarvayu Kamevai." Actually, was asking both the Sabar, but he was look at the calculations these rabbis have. He said, "Ikadvina le Machru." If I'm going to ask the question that the brothers sold the property, Hanicha Ishalachli the Motziin. That what's going to happen if you would have answered me what Motziin? Well, you take it away from... So then I would know, if you take it away from Makhlu, then Kocheken, you take it away... Mishkenu, because it's still in his possession. So therefore, Kocheken, Mishkenu. Then I would have no problem. But I'm thinking the other option. If he would have said, Oh, Makhlu, too late. En mutzi'in. But I wouldn't know Mishkenu. Because <laughs> I would say, Oh, Makhlu, well, you sold it already. It's out of the possession. Uh, so therefore, But I wouldn't know... But Mishkenu, maybe it's still in the possession. Maybe she has rights to take it. Akati Mishkenu Good. So therefore, I, I would have a safik in the way he would answer me if I would have wrote, written Makru. Now, Ikatid Navile Mishkenu, I go the other way. If I would have said Mishkenu. Now, Ishalachli De'en Mutsi'in. If you're telling me En Mutsi'in, then I would say, what? If the, if the girls don't have a right to take something that is still in the possession of the brothers, they just put it, they, put, they mortgaged it, so certainly she can't take it if they sold it. So, so I would have no problem. But if they're going to answer me on Mishkenu, on, on, so then I would say, wait, okay, because I wouldn't know. So therefore, you know what I did? 
אכתוב לשעבדו. תמשמע אחר ומשמע אחר. So I wrote a, a word that's משמע בן מכרו, בן משכנו, and the rabbi will understand that that's that word. When he answers me, I know it's all or nothing. It's either yes or no on both uh, cases. Now, that, that's, that was Rabbi's answer. Rabbi came along and said, she gets it. Even Makru, because she can Mishkenu, uh, she could go take it, because we know for Nedunya, that's her, uh, her, her right. Now, Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Echad Zeh, Vechad Zeh, En Mutzim. Oh, now we have problems here. Rabbi Yohanan is Amorah. Now we have Rabbi's Tana, and Rabbi Yohanan is coming and saying, I argue. Okay, we can argue that what uh, she doesn't take, not uh, not machru, and even mishkinu, she doesn't take nedunya. So Okay, it's going to give me more serious now. Either you could say Rabbi Yohanan didn't hear Rabbi Yochanan what he said, but if he heard it was a pity, but I would have said. Or he said, no, 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 he heard his opinion. And can today you have to say he has a different source somewhere? He has to have some tana in his pocket somewhere that uh, says, uh, says otherwise. But I says, Tashema, we have a brighter, the itmar. We have a statement, a Amaraic statement, mi shemet, veniyah shete banot uben. So what did he do? He left children. He left two daughters and a son. Okay. The first girl got married, and she took her 10%. That's uh, what's coming to her. Before the second girl was able to take her 10% for her wedding, okay, now the boy dies. Now once the boy dies, there's no, who's the Yorshim now? Now the two sisters, the two girls. Oh, now the Sheila's going to be, hold it, could she come along, the girl, and say, oh, the second girl. First, give me my 10%, and then we divide the rest. Oh, do you say, no, 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 that's it. You got Yerusha, whatever, But the first one got a 10%, so could she put the 10% on the side first? That's the shit now we're discussing over here. Right. The second girl lost a zikut to receive the 10%. And we don't say, let it take it, take, take it first. <coughs> that means that she, we, she, 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 we, she, we, 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 well, so in this case over here, with Hazita, she got, she got, she got, she got hey, hey, empty assets. So she'll spend some, she'll spend all money. Don't be a hog. She's not going to get everything. But at this point, that's what Rabbi Yochanan said. So the Gabbara says, Amar, Rabbi Hanina, no, Gedolam is who Amru. What are you talking about? Forget about this case. Hakarim said even a bigger Hadush over here. Motsi'im lefadnasa, ve'en motsi'im lemezonot. Which we forget about. She can even go and take properties. That was sold. Motsi'im. Ve'at amad shiniyah vitra. Which means that she, she has such a power to take this 10% that she can even go after properties that the brother sold. And then she can go after her own sister. 
this opinion of Rav Chanan is like, for sure she could get it. And he's learning it from where? Our case. What's our case? Our case said, even if the brother sold the property, she could go take that. And we don't say, well, too late. Uh, it's sold. Here it's not even sold. It's still inside. It's our sister. It's still in the family. Certainly she has the right to come along and say, I take it. So the Gebra is coming along and saying, now, Vim Ita, if it's true that Rabbi Yohanan never heard uh, the opinion of uh, Rabbi Nemale, he should have told Rabbi Hanina, Man Amra. Rabbi Hanina is challenging Rabbi Yohanan. Right? Rabbi Yohanan was the one that said that, what? Man, Vitra, she loses it. And Rabbi Hanina comes and what are you talking about? She can even go take it from, uh, from, 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 from the, from the Likuhot. Now, Rabbi Yohanan should have said, I never heard that. Ella must be he heard it. He knew it was Rabbi. He should have told him. He told him. Who said that? And the fact that when Rabbi Hanan said what he said, and Rabbi Hanan was quiet, that means he knew Rabbi, and still he said what he said. So the Gibraltar says, no, 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 what are you talking about? Vidilma the olam no Maybe he never heard the Rabbi's opinion before. Vichi kabil. And when Rabbi Hanan came along and said it, Rabbi Yohanan came along and said, oh, okay, you taught me something. Aye, uh, but if he taught him something, so then why did he come along and say that uh, she can go take the, she can go take the Likuhot, but she can, uh, what, you have to give a between the cases. Why, why she is uh, mevatir, and she cannot go take it. So the Gemara comes along and answers veshani hata. That which Rabbi Yochanan was posik that she can't get it from her sister is for a good reason. Why? Like we said, she got a windfall. So no, 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 don't be like that. Which, which, which means, which means in the Khanami, he was more dead to the to the Beruah and he said, you know what? If the brother sold the property, she can go get it. Of course she can go get it. He's not arguing with the bee. He never heard the bee. When the Bukharinah revealed to him the bee, he said, oh, I, I accept it. I, but I still say, but I still say nonetheless, even though I heard what the bee said, that in the case where the sisters are being Yoresh, the, uh, the pot, uh, they divide it equally, and she can't ask for an extra 10%. You know money. why? She's making a lot of money. No, no What's the whole reason of it? The whole reason is we wanted to support the Yatoma. She's being supported. Go, go with the logic of the Takana. It's a Takana to support the Yatoma. We're not, we're not trying to make uh, things exactly things even in the Dean of Yerushal. Yeah. She's a poor girl. Take care of her. She doesn't have. Now she has. Uh, how did she get? To a different way. So we make a Takana. Now she still gets a Tepesat. We're not looking to make her rich either. So therefore, uh, uh, the Bihana can make a distinction. Between why she can go after the kuhot, she needs the money to make a wedding. But she ain't can, uh, when it comes to money that she has. So now, but now you open yourself up. Because now you can start to say, well, whenever she has a windfall money, you know, she wins the lottery, you're going to tell me. So therefore she loses the, uh, uh, the 10%. So that's the next question. Yeah, she was walking on the beach with the Geiger counter, and she found a uh, she found a treasure. There was that. Okay, she doesn't need money. Rich girl, she won the lottery. Same question. 
Because now you're telling her she, 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 if she gets a windfall, she, she's good. Yabara says, come on. I'm talking about where the river is coming, not from, from, from a random unknown place, from, from a house. Same source. From the same source. The same father, that's you want to collect the 10%, is giving her 50%. So therefore, that's what we're talking about. If she, if she gets it from a different place, that's not going to touch the 10% that's coming from the, If it's coming from the same place that the 10% would have come from, in the we say, is Vitra. Amar Amemor. Okay, now we get to the next question. But, or, or, or statement. But Yoresh Tabai. Oh, interesting. How do you look at this 10% uh, uh, money that the girl gets when the father dies? So the Gemara says, we look at it as Yerusha. Now, it's very important to know how you look at these monetary things. You could look at it as a, as a hov. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a death. You look at it as Yerusha. Now, based on the way you classify it, halakhically, it's obviously going to be mm-hmm. nafkaminot. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara Rabbi was saying, we're looking at it as a Yerusha. Amadir Avashir Amemor. Ilu ba'el saluka bezuzeh. The brothers would say, want to you know, get rid of her and just give us some, uh, some cash with the, with the value over there. Hachin ameh delomatse lesaluka. They can't be mesaleka. Why? Because <laughs> she's inheritance. She has a piece of all the properties. You can't buy her. She has a piece of the properties. She can say, I want the property. They can't come over. No, 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 I'm not going to give you properties. Get out of it. We owe you money. Here. Take, take, take $100,000 cash. So that, that, that would be enough kamina if you say it's a, uh, a, a, a Yerusha. So the government's saying, what? You're telling me that they can't, they can't pay her off? Yeah, exactly what I'm saying. Yes, exactly what I'm saying. You can't pay her off. Let's say they want to push her off to one field. Say, hey, you take this field over there. You want to say they can't push her off? Because bottom line, she has a piece of all the fields. Because if it's a Yerusha, she's equally uh, sharing in all the fields. So could they, could they, you want to say they can't push her off? Yes, exactly what I'm saying. They can't push her off either. It's a question. Are you telling me that what? That they can't push her off to say, you take this field. Because if you say it's Yerusha, she's, she's equally partners in all the fields. I think it's exactly what we're saying. They can't force her to take one field. She has a headache like in, uh, in all the fields. So the Gemara comes along and says, Rabbi She'amad, different shita, but ba'alat hov havya. No. She's a creditor. It's not a Yerusha. What? We owe her the money. Oh, exactly. Now, once you say that, ve'af amemor hadarbe. Okay. Amemor he retracted. He originally said what? Yoreshe. Now he's coming out to say, Ma'alatchov. The Amar of Minyome, Bere, Derav, Nehu, Mi, Ava, Kaim, Nakame, the Amemor. The Atai, Hai, Ittitalikame. Lady showed up to the, uh, the Bedin. The Ava, Kabaya, Isun Nikasim. She was coming for the Isun Nikasim. I want my 10% for the Nidunya. And I see her, that word, that if the brothers uh, wanted to, you know, push her away with uh, some money, which means, uh, uh, I understood that she would have taken it. Because I heard the brothers talking. 
Hey, listen, if we had money, we'd just, we'd just pay you off. So therefore he, he understood that she's willing to take the, uh, the money. Because she, she heard the brother say that. Now, the ishtik v'do amadu v'do mideh. Oh, and the, this is an unbelievable story here. The rabbi was in the betin, heard this, and did not say anything. Which means they'd be allowed to do it. This is a very, very, very big precedent in, in Halakha over here. That means, what happened? He heard the brother say, hey, listen, if we had the money, we'd pay you off. The rabbi should have said, hey, you can't do that. This is a Yerusha. She has a, the fact that when he heard, the rabbis were sitting there and they heard the brother say that and didn't say anything, Shmamina, that that's legal. Oh, so that means, and that was what? Amimor. And that's what's supposed to mean, it's a Balhov. So from here you see a big, big halakha. Rabbi's got to be careful once, once, once we have this Gemara. That if a rabbi sees something and doesn't say something, that's giving a proof now. But he didn't say anything. So therefore must be it's a halakha. And to Tosfot points this out over here. The Ishtik, look at the, uh, look at the third Tosfot. Mikan ragil rabenutam. Kishaya yoshev bedin. Ve'ahad me'bale dinim. Me'gazem na'havero. Ve'omer, kak ve'kap t'chayev li bedin. Right. When one of the litigants would say, hey, listen, if you don't pay me over there, I'm going to make you pay me what you're obligated to pay me according to the halakha, $2 million. Uh, the Bidotah would say, hey, you took a chicken. It's, there's, no, there's no law like that. Because of this halakha, the Bidotah would have kept quiet. It was, wow, the guy had a claim, the Bidotah was there, didn't say anything. It's amazing. The Bidotah would say, hey, you took a chicken. Right. You see, what's the proof? Ella, you see the proof, so we kept quiet. Do Hachamim have to be careful? Sometimes of their silence, you also learn something. Right? You also learn halakha. Hey, you didn't protest. Rabbi was, Rabbi was there. Rabbi was there. Why didn't he say anything? I would say, uh, I'm going to answer every guy's claim over here. You have to answer. If the students are watching you, you got to answer. Because one day it's going to come up. I was sitting next to the rabbi and he didn't say anything. That <laughs> yeah, must be. Mm-hmm. So you have to be on guard to, to reject all the nonsense. <laughs> Goes around. You have to say, you're wrong. Okay. Okay. So now we established good halakha for the day that what uh, it's a balhov the uh, the isun is balhov. So now the question is the abba or the ache? Okay, whose dad is it? So now we now we have to look at it. Either it's the father's debt or it's the children's debt. I mean, the children are paying it, but they're paying it from his father's estate. So she their own money? Yeah, there was what type of property she can get paid from. Mm-hmm. It's coming from Yatomim or it's coming from, from the father. So it's a Malhot. The question is, whose debt, like you said, originates and it's being paid from? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a good question. What's enough coming out? What's there? Is it? That is a debt. Just pay it. What says, which means if she can get paid in Karka, which is Benonit Karka, there's three types of Karka. There's Edith, which is the best. Benonit is the middle, Zibur. and Ziburit is the last. Balhov gets paid from Benonit, the middle. So, Dafka Mina would be to get paid from Benonit without having to make a Shivu'ah, or to get paid from Ziburit, uh, Bishvu'ah. Let's read the Rashi's on that. I'll read over here. Le Mikbah, right in the middle of Rashi. Le Mikbah be Benonit, Bishvu'ah. I ba'alat hov de'abba hava. 
if she's a balat of the of the father, ena gova ela mina ziburit. She gets paid from ziburit. Ve'ena nifraat ena bishvua shelon nitelam in nechasim halalu klum. And she has to make a shvua that she didn't get paid yet. Dekaim alan en nifraim min nechsei yetomim ela mina ziburit. So that's a rule that whenever you're getting paid from the nechasim. Of the Yetomim. In this case, she's getting paid from her brothers. The brothers are Yetomim. So the law is whenever you're getting paid from Yetomim, we give the Yetomim an advantage. You only take their Ziburit and you have to make a Shivua. Right. And if it's the Baal Hob of the Yetomim themselves, so it's not coming within Yetumim. It's coming within them. And therefore, it's a regular case of Bidunit below Bishwa. Let's speak that out again. If it's coming from the father, so now who's picking up the father's bill? The Yetumim. Now, once it comes coming from the Yetumim's uh, 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 estate, we'll call it. So called the father's estate that was given to the Yetumim, you have the laws of Yetumim. Ziburit Bishwa. But if you say, no, no, it's not the father's Valhov, you kids have to pay it within. It's your hov. Okay, yourselves, yourselves. What's, what's the deal of Val Hov? Benunit, Right. So the Yabarat says, my. How do you look at it? Tashema. Deravina Agbe liberate derab Asher. When Rav Asher died, Ravina took from the inheritors 10% for the Nidunya of the daughter of Rav Asher. What did he do? Memor bere derab asher benonit v'shelo b'shvuah. There you go. So we oh, took cool. it uh, right. Benonit v'shelo b'shvuah. Mebere derab sama bere derab asher. And from the uh, son of uh, Rav Sama, which is the son of Rav Asher, ziburit u b'shvuah. Okay. Oh, so now what do you see over here? Uh, we see over here uh, a uh, a contradiction. He did both. Read that sheet. That she says, Rav Asher. It's right in the middle there. Rav Asher met. Umet Rav Sama Beno. That's not a contradiction. Because she just fixed it for us. Two people died. Rav Asher died. And then his son, Rav Sama, also died. Now watch what we did over here. Behayav. He died also uh, in, in, in the life of Rav Asher. Ushebat Bito of Rav Asher. Lipara. Good. So Mor Baravashe was Kayam. So she got paid what? Benunit Shalobishwa. Alma Balatov. Must be what? It's the debt of the brothers. And therefore they have to pay it as a regular debt. However, Umibere de Ravsama, but from the children of Ravsama, because Ravsama also also died. And who was, uh, who was Rav Sama? Rav Sama was the son of Rav Asher. So it says, Umibere de Rav Sama Ziburit, Lefish Ba'alathov Shel Abiv Haita Shehaya Achiha. What is he saying over here? And from the son of Rav Sama, Mibenoshil Rav Sama, Gava Karka, she got Karka, Ziburit. Why? As a shivua, that means what? It's a deen of uh, that it's coming from, from the, the, the father. 
No, it's coming from the Yatomim, it would be... No, Yatomim would be regular Balatov. It's coming from the Father, you have to say. I'm saying, Bidin Yatom. Bidin Yatom, exactly. Zabri Bishwab, yes. Mepnei Shi Aita Balatov Shel Abiv. Exactly. She was the Balatov of their father. Nafsama was her brother. Nafsama was the brother. So really, she was her... She, 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 she was owned by Rav Sama. Now when Sama died... She took her from nephew? Yeah, nephew. She took her from nephew. No, her brother. But what do you see from over here? So again, let's, let's get the case over here. So Rabbi Asher had a, uh, had a, um, daughter. a daughter, and the husband died. Okay, so they came to the Bedin, so oh, I'm going to collect now from, uh, from, the, uh, from the estate over there. You know? In the meantime, what happened? Rabbi Sama, which was the brother of uh, this lady, died. Brother of, uh, the son of Rabbi Asher died. So now her children, Rabbi Sama's children got the Yerusha from Rabbi Sama. So Legabe, her getting paid the ten percent, she's got to get paid from her living brothers and from her nephews that that got 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 that money from Rav Sama. So therefore, how does she get it? So from the brothers, it's regular Dina Balhov. She gets paid Benonit without a shivua, but from Rav Sama's children, she gets which is the, which is which, which is her nephews. So therefore, it's coming from the Yetomim, and the Yetomim is comes from Ziburit Mishvua. Shalach le. So it's better because of the situation. Right. Right. Because the brother passed away, so that it's for sure from the Yatomim. Okay, when the lady comes to get her Nidunya, that's coming to Agba Isun Nechasim Afilu Mitzterubla. Take from her the 10%, even from. Uh, from the base that the uh, grinder sits on. And that's considered also karka. The she over here says, Ki atya hahi iteta, isha ahad, bat lefne rabbi nechamya, shiyala litol isu nechasim, berkomot shil rabba baravuna, bekshav menu shuach lo davar, me itot shishtadel bedina. Help me get my money. Estrobla moshav amata lehaim. The thing that they put the millstone on, that they used to take from uh, the uh, for, 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 for this item. What is amla The rent payments that they used to get from the the karka. That's considered karka. Meaning that's considered karka as well. Oh, that's karka. Mm-hmm. Is that pe- is considered karka? So he says, where the payment was up already, because you don't get paid from metaltalim. not future either. Future, just take the house. Or, or, or the rights to collect the rent. 
בעומד באמצע זמן הסכילות. I was in the middle of the rental period, וגמרא מלמדת שאף על פי שנתחייב כמעט בדמי סכילות על הזמן שעבר, partial payment is, mm-hmm. is due, מכל מקום אין, חייב, אין אותו חיוב נחשב למעות בעלמא שגובים מהם, אלא נחשב כפירות They considered פירות המחוברים לקרקע. It's like the, 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 the rent is considered like fruit that the ground is producing. On that... It's מחובר. מחובר. Why? Because סכירות is not paid to the end. We have a rule. אין סכירות משתלמת אלא לבסוף. So it's not the פשט that it, it, it accrues. That, you know, I owe $50 today, and $100 today. Because then already it's considered ממון. If, 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 if we say it's, it's still not obligated, but, but it's growing until the end. So it's like perot, 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 and you cut it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you cut it and you paid it. So therefore, the hadush over there is that the monies that are in between the, uh, the rental pay, uh, 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 period are considered perot. You can get that as, a, uh, as, as payment. The point is, with, with, with the Gemara is always just giving us uh, 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 different forms of karka that you wouldn't think are karka. Mm-hmm. So the base of the, the mill. uh, of, of the millstone, which right. is connected to the ground, right. or the monies that are owed in rental, in that the middle of an agreement, mm-hmm. that's considered perot. These are, you know, new, new ways of looking at karka. Shalach leh Rav Anan the Rav We got a whole, whole story over here now. This is a, a story over here. Okay. So, Rav Anan sends to Rav What does he send them? Hunan Havrin. Here's the big problem right there. This one reminds me of big issues over here, just because the way he called them. Hunan, Hunan, my friend. Shalam. Shalom When a lady, this lady comes in front of you. See, the rabbis used to take care of these Yatumim. Uh, when this lady comes near you, she's going to want the 10%, make sure you, you know. Take the 10% for her. Fine. Make sure you give it to her. So when the Shaliyah reached Ravuna, so Ravuna was sitting. So Ravuna was Makpid. Why is he Makpid? What does he call me? Huna. Huna Havrin. Huna, my friend. That's why he calls me Huna, my friend. Go back to the guy who sent you, Rav Anan, and tell him, Which means, if somebody would call you Anan uh, Anan, he would not be put into, uh, into, into, into Nidui? Which means, uh, uh, and uh, where do you want us to, to pay this uh, uh, 10%? From Karka or also Metaltele? And answer me, who sits at the head of the table? Mystery here. He sends back three things. He says, what? And if they called you Anan Anan, the guy's not in Hiram. And number two, where does she get paid from? Karka or Metatla? Number three, who sits at the head of the table? You don't know what this is talking about? What I was going to explain. Azal Rav Sheshat the Kamed Rav Anan. So Rav Sheshat went in front of Rav Anan, because now he's got to, that, that's the Shlichut, he's got to, got to send, that, would, that was the message that had to be sent back to Rav Anan. 
Amarle, so he tells Rabbi Anan, Mor Raba, which is, uh, you're a great man. Veravuna Rabbe de Raba. However, Ravuna is the rabbi of the rabbi. He didn't want Ravuna to get angry at him. So he says, listen, you're a great rabbi, but Ravuna is bigger, so I had no choice. He sent me to you, and I gotta, gotta tell you this. He didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, he didn't want to get in trouble. I mean, I didn't get in trouble from Rabbanan now. He said, listen, listen, you're a great rabbi, but listen, I, I, I'm in the middle of it. I got stuck. I got, I got sent by the bigger rabbi. And he said that uh, if I'm not going to tell you this, he's going to put me in Nidui. So I, I'm stuck. Don't, 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 don't shoot the messenger. And listen, I wouldn't have came. If you didn't warn me that I'm going to be put in Nidui, <coughs> I wouldn't have came. Anan, Anan. Now he starts the quotation. Anan, Anan. Where, where do you think the payment has to come from, from this uh, 10%? From Mekarke or Metaltele? And who sits at the head of the table? Okay, so that was the two questions that he asked him. Fine. Okay. So I go back. When he, when he came back and said... Zil emale, go tell him. The one who doesn't tell him this message should be in Nidui. Right, not that he told him. Right, not that he was telling Rabbanan, he was telling him, he was telling him, he was telling him, the Shaliyah. Right, the one who doesn't go do this will be placed in Khairim. And now tell him, Anan, Anan. Okay? So now what does he tell him? Azal Rabbanan the Kamed the Mor Ukba. So, Listen, I got, I got a message in. They sent me, Anan, Anan. First of all, if he called me Anan, Anan, there's a reason. That's part of the message, Anan, Anan. Number two, And I don't know what this Marziha is. Who sits at the head of the Marziha? Amar Leh, Murugba said, Emma easy, Gufa de Uvda, Hey, do me a favor. Tell me, uh, tell me the details of the story. What happened? So Amar That's what happened. I sent him a message. Hunan Havrin. I asked him, you know, uh, make sure you take care of the uh, the lady that's coming to get her ten percent. Amar said, Gavra de my new marzeha. Havrin. Oh, that's a mistake. You don't even know a simple word, Marzeha, and you're calling Huna your friend? You understand what's going on over here? He's upset over here. That's why he asked you that question to show you that, uh, you know, you're not on the Madriga, you're not his friend. Now the Gemara says, My Marzeha, Avin. Okay, but now we get to the question. Marzeha is someone that's in mourning. Tikhtib, Kiko Amar Hashem, Al Tavo, Bet Marzeyah. But Marzeyah is a house of his spirit. How do we know that the mourner sits at the head of the table? Interesting. So some say one of the reasons why they sit at the, at the head of the table is because they're, they're depressed. So therefore you give them a kavod over here, so I'll be happy. And some say, so you'll be able to identify who the avil is. Sometimes you come into the house, you don't know who's sitting. The guy sitting at the head of the table, he's the one that's a bit. 
Because the Pasuk says, Kashir Abirim Yenachem. So it sounds like he's not the one that's mourning. It sounds like he's the one that is consoling mourners. So Yenuham means the one that is receiving consolation, meaning he is the mourner himself. Which means the, the mourner over here is, uh, you know, his mind is not settled. He's bitter, his mind is away from him because he has the, uh, the, the terda. And he becomes a, 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 a head to the Gedolim. Which means what? He sits at the head of the table. So therefore, you learn the Pasuk, Vesar Mar Zah. Sar, he becomes like a Sar. The Samich put like a seam. He puts like an officer. Who becomes an officer? The Marzah. Mm-hmm. The one that's Mar and his mind that's is... Uh, that's why, because he sits at the head of the exactly, table. Exactly, exactly. Amar Abah. Back to the story. When it comes to the 10%, it's paid from karka. So that's it. Everything is from karka. Whether it comes to the mezonot of the girls, whether it comes to the ketubah of a lady, and when it comes to panasa. But that's before the takana of the geonim. The geonim made a famous uh, uh, takana that comes along and said, that the lady can collect ultimately any of these things from money, and wherever she can collect it. The olden days was only from karka. Today, takanata geonim, wherever she can get the money, she gets the money. Okay, stop right here.